Woody! Oh, yeah. How we looking? To say you started off the day Woody would be an understatement. Then again, you'd have to be talking baseball. Otherwise, you're really weird. Welcome to the program, the Bill Michaels Show. On the air. Brandon Woodruff last night, upon his return, uh, to say he was lights out might be an understatement, to say the very least. Uh, He had a fantastic night last night. Brewers get the win, uh, go for the sweep today. I need to remind you over and over and over again, and I'm not doing it to to, to bug you, but I am, actually. Uh, That is, uh, today you've got an early one, which means... On many of the network stations, you will not be getting the Bill Michaels show here in the next hour. So you need to download the app. Download the app and go to WOZN, The Zone Madison. The Zone Madison. Download it. You can listen to us there. You can always follow us uh, over on the uh, the Facebook fan page. Great way to do it. Uh, you can also follow us on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, Bill Michaels Show. Bill Michaels Show, you can watch the program over on the Bud Light live stream. You can always follow us on the Zone app. You can follow us on the website, which is simply thebillmichaels.com, thebillmichaels.com. I say it, thebillmichaels.com, just to piss off Ohio State, uh, because uh, they have patented, in case you did not know, they have patented the word the, which I find relatively ridiculous, but regardless. So uh, there you have it. That's plenty of ways to get a hold of us. You can also email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. So a lot of good ways to go. Uh, Ben, what did you think of last night? Because last night for Woodruff was fantastic, in my opinion. Very, very impressive. Uh, The big number to me there is the strikeouts. It's not like he just coasted his way through five innings and had to throw a lot of pitches. It's not like there was a lot of traffic on the base pass. He did give up the one run, but the 10 Ks is very good news for his health and his stuff. Really? Like when you come back and your stuff is good, you know, there's something to build off. I still want to see it a couple more starts before I'm fully like Woodruff is back to Woodruff, but really encouraging signs. Uh, Gott came in, gave up a couple of hits, but I got, got out of the inning. Boxberger, a clean inning, zeros across the board. Uh, Alexander came in uh, two-thirds of an inning and just uh, did not look good. Uh, Devin Williams had to come in and clean that inning up, and then Hader comes in and closes it down. Ultimately, the Brewers get a 5-3 to three win last night. Christian Yelich again goes two for five. Again, Willie Adamas, boom. McCutcheon, boom. Urias two for four last night. Big night last night. Many are wondering whether the Yelich move to leadoff is like when J.J. Watt moved to defense. Uh, <laughs> J.J. Watt was a beast. You know, now, if J.J. Watt, had J.J. Watt been a full-time tight end, uh, he would look different, but the speed that he, he, he has or doesn't have coming off the line would have been a hindrance. He would have been a hmm. Give me a tight end that you think that he would be equate to. Ooh. Think about that for a minute. He could show if he, go, if he would have went to the offensive side. 
Mercedes Lewis signs. Kind of. Solid player, yeah. physically imposing. Yeah. Yep. He probably would have been a Mercedes Lewis. He would have been a guy that would have been a possession receiver. He would have guy would have been a guy that would have been really good blocking the edge. Would probably have taken a lot of pride in plowing your ass over. Um, yeah, I can see that. So That's in that setting, call. if if Watt is Mercedes Lewis, is Yelich now Pete Rose? Uh no. No. I, I can't see first of all, I can't see Yelich running to first base on a walk. I can't see him going head first and plowing people over. Uh no. I, I don't know any I don't know anybody in today's game that you could equate to Pete Rose. Do you? No. Definitely not. I, I, I just I no, not at all. Just don't know. Uh, 877-867-1670. You want to find us? Please feel free. Again, 877-867-1670. Find us and you can track us down via phone number. Phone line's wide open. Also, you want to find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. Find us there. Uh, you can find uh, Ben over at Ben Z. Kenny over on Twitter as well. You can find uh, us on, like I mentioned before, Facebook. Go to the Facebook fan page. The Bill Michaels Show, also on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash Show. Same thing over on Twitch TV. Email us, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. You can always find us on the website, uh, which is simply thebillmichaels.com. And then, after the program, whether you missed a minute or you missed all of it, doesn't matter. You can still catch us, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and Google Podcasts everywhere. Podcasts are downloaded. We've also got... You know, God, you can listen to us over on the iHeart app, the Odyssey app, the TuneIn app, but, uh, you know, the app you want to go to, the one you want to pay attention to. Download it, put it on your phone. It is the uh, the Zone Madison. You can put it on your mobile device, or you can just listen to us through your computer, through your laptop. There you go. Do people even have desktops anymore? I guess they do, right? In companies, maybe big corporations that are run from home. I can see that. But beyond that, nah, not much. Um, so Woodruff gets a nice win yesterday. That was great to see. I think uh, a lot of us were kind of holding our holding our breath just to uh, just to see if he was going to come out and be good. Now, now, he, he, hang on, hang on to yourself for just a second. Hang on, hold on, hold on. Uh, this one comes to us from Bill. Bill says uh, Woodruff, huge night last night. Big sigh of relief. Now we don't have to worry about starting pitching. We can move on to only concentrating on trading for another arm in the relief efforts or another bat in the uh, field. One start does not a season make. Let's make sure he gets rolling, okay, before you start to say, this is what we're going to do. Just hang on. Hold on. Don't get crazy on us. Because, again, I it, just like I – look – when things are bad, I say don't get too high in baseball. When things aren't, when things are good, I say don't get too high in baseball. Wait till things begin to really shake out. You're not even to the All Star break yet. Not even to the All Star break yet. So just hang on. Uh, I was really impressed with it last night. I was I was enthused. I was enamored. I sat last night had to be one of the most relaxing nights. You know what I did last night, Ben? Should I guess? Take a guess. Uh, and actually, I think I mentioned it on the show yesterday. I don't know if I didn't. If I didn't, and you don't guess it, I apologize. I think a, a television was set up out back. 
there was some sort it was of on Outback. Robert specialty meats on the grill. No, I did not. I had a couple of hot dogs. Oh. Well, nonetheless, something close to grilled, something that tasted good, along with some tasty beverage and the brewers. You are correct. And one other thing that I did last night. So last night, uh, just uh, yesterday was one of those days, and if you followed the saga, I've got these back issues. So yesterday was one of those pain days. That was just, I couldn't do a whole lot. So I was kind of hobbled around. So yesterday, in preparation, because we're leaving next week, um, at the end of next weekend, for uh, for our trip uh, down to Indiana, and Kristen's boys, for the first time, are coming with us. So uh, what I did was I pulled all my – I went over to, uh, to uh, Dick's Sporting Goods, Dunham's, and then to Cabela's, okay? Pulled all the fishing poles out, and I gathered them all up. I sat down last night. I restrung them, swivels on them. Went through the, I bought a new tackle box, opened that, opened up my old one. And your old tackle box, if you've had a tackle box more than five years, unless of course you're one of these new age people that really keep it clean and you're freakish about it and you've got one compartment for one thing and one. So I have the old flambeau where you open the top and then the lid comes all the way open and the drawers come sliding up and then you got the big base in the bottom. I have one of those and then I bought one of those new nylons with all the different cases in it. So, like, one is for floating lures, the other one is for worms and weights, the other one is for spin, spinner baits, the other one is for jigs. So, I, I have one. I bought one of those. So, I took everything out of the old tackle box, which, by the way, which I could only assume th- this. I don't have personal experience, but my old tackle box smelled like the inside of the Gorton Fisherman's boot after about two months at sea. It was nasty. So... Took out all the old lures and all the old crap and all the rusty stuff, threw it away. I restrung six uh, rods and reels last night, cleaned them all up, wiped them down, got the dust and the cobwebs off of them. I I put all new line, trilene, eight-pound test line on there. I ended up putting new swivels. I bought smaller swivels for, you know, bluegill fishing and all that kind of stuff and small bass fishing. Put them all on there last night, tied them. I even did one of those uh, those little videos on how to tie the best fishing knot so i went through that i was trying different ones and i just and i smoked a cigar and i just sat out there last night and oh my god what a peace it was beautiful last night the rains did not come through my area until about 11 o'clock so i turned the lights on it was like sitting on a rooftop patio with a tiki bar it was awesome last night had a couple of hot dogs just because the medication makes me sick so i really can't eat uh, so I just made a couple of hot dogs and forced those down my gullet. Had a, a couple of beers. Had two Bud Lights, a cigar, and I just restrung my fishing poles. Oh, I can't wait to go fishing now. I have not been fishing in probably two and a half years. And I keep saying I cannot find uh, – and everybody wants to take you on lakes. And that's great. I appreciate that. But I just want the day when I used to – when I was a kid, I used to find a really nice, good, decent-sized farm pond that had bass in it and bluegill in it and all that kind of stuff was anywhere from 15 to 25 feet deep, something like that, where you could almost cast across the whole thing if you really wowed it, you know, but, but, you know, just work a shoreline or you just take a chair, take a chair, take a cigar, take a small cooler, your fishing pole, your tackle box, a little bit of bait and off you go. That's what I'm looking for. If you know of any, let me know. Cause I'd love to do it, but oh my goodness, what a nice night last night. There we go. Good stuff. 
Uh, 877-867-1670. Rick, uh, he said, did you have surgery or something? No, I, I am going tomorrow for my first procedure. And then next Friday, uh, depending on what happens tomorrow, uh, we will figure it out. I hope it doesn't ruin my vacation. Let's put it that way. So if I had to put it off, I don't think I could, though. Just the pain's been too bad. But it is spinal stenosis. It is a narrowing of your vertebrae, which then begins to pinch your spinal cord, which then causes your extreme pain in your legs and hips and such, and it's it's debilitating. It, it really is. So anyway, that's what I did last night. So what a beautiful night. I wish I could do it again. I, t- I was thinking to myself, oh, God, I'm going to do that again tonight. I'm going to do... Excuse me, I'm going to do some things around the house. I'm going to go out back. And then I realized the Brewers play a day game today. It's a two-game series, not a three-game series. So I get screwed. So tonight, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. I'll still be out back, I'm sure, doing some yard work because today's a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, just in preparation because uh, they tell me tomorrow, I'm doing the show tomorrow, and then right after I get off the air, off I go. They say, uh, you know, you got to, you got to put the gown on. When you get there, I'm going through the whole process this morning with the doctor's office. You got to put the gown on, you know, you, you have your underwear on, you know, although don't wear good underwear because there could be some seepage and stuff that gets on. Okay. God knows we don't want seepage on your underwear. That's one thing you don't want, right? There. By the way, there's a bite for you, Ben. So uh, then you got to do all of that. And then, you know, you're going to have to leave yourself about an hour or two for recovery and have somebody to drive you home. And uh, then, you know, you got to remain immobile uh, for the next 10 hours. So basically go to bed when you get home. Go to bed. They'll give you some pain meds. <laughs> crash out. So I'm going to get up tomorrow or on Friday. I'm still going to do the show, Lord willing, I guess. And uh, unless they nick something and then, you know, I'm, you know, putzing around in a, a chair or something like that. Or I lose all the feeling from my lower extremities. Yikes. But get all that done and uh, then back on Friday and then. Hopefully the weekend's good because we were supposed to be going up to Road America Thursday night, not doing it now. Going to go up on Friday night after we get off the air. So, um, you know, provided all is all as well. So there you have it. Uh, Going to go ahead and take a quick break. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends at Wabam. W-A-B-A-M, Wabam. Go to getwabam.com. I was telling you about this the other day. I used Wabam on my motorcycle. And I had, had did a, a long ride last weekend where we went about 200 miles. And I, have, I always use the whiplash on my fairing and on my front fenders and such. I kid you not, you just spray a little bit of that Wabam Blast on there, which is a cleaner. You just wipe it off and the bugs and all the stuff, it just falls off. I'm telling you, whether it's the, the stuff for your fairing, for your car, for your boat, it's cleaning products, it's scrubby uh, wipes, it's disinfectant wipes, whatever, whether it's janitorial or your home needs, whatever, go to getwabam.com. That's getwabam, W-A-B-A-M. Go to getwabam.com. The stuff flat out works. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. We are glad to have you. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. 
877-867-1670. hit us up. Please feel free to go ahead and do so. Let's time. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Packers football. We got Brewers baseball. A lot of baseball talk dominating the first couple hours of the program today. So let's get to some football chatter. And uh, joining us now over on the hotline, our good buddy uh, Tyler Dunn is here. Tyler, how you doing, pal? Bill, what's happening? Great to be back. How you been? I am doing well. I am, uh, you know, I've got some back issues and some surgeries coming up or some evasive procedures, as they call it. But that's okay because I'll be ready to go come football season, and I'm looking forward to it. And you just wrote a nice piece about Sammy Watkins. Do you believe Sammy is going to be the X Factor? Let's start there. I, I really think he could, and I get it, especially living here in Buffalo. I think people hear the name alone, and it's just it just it comes with uh, built-in skepticism. And you think about his foot, his hips, his glute, the ribs. I mean, he's injured just about every body part, and that continued on to L.A., Kansas City, Baltimore. He's in the year nine, though, and you know there's all this stuff on the field, and you can see it. I mean, even last season, there were moments he had that Willie Mays like over-the-shoulder catch. Uh, in a primetime game, I believe, against the Raiders. I mean, he burnt Patrick Sertain, you know, a star rookie. He's uh, leaping guys. He, he still has, you know, parts of what made him a fourth overall pick long ago out of Clemson. He, he still has a lot of that pop to him, even at 29. But as we'll get into, I mean, it's everything off the field. What, what he went through here in Buffalo, nobody had a clue. I mean, I worked with the team's assistant GM then. He didn't know. I've talked to Eric Wood, teammates. They didn't know. The head coach didn't know. Some of his closest friends didn't know. He was in a dark, dark place as those injuries kind of added up. Depressed, uh, drinking every day. Uh, His brother, who lived with him, got tied up into a big RICO investigation. The the feds got involved. It it was bad. I mean, he he was in a really bad spot. So to get out of that his way (laughs) with some, you know, pretty uh, interesting research that he did to challenge his mind I I think you want that in your locker room I think any team that's on the cusp of a championship wants a Sammy Watkins in there just just to talk to teammates alone so let me start with uh, all of the astronomical things and I say astro in the sense of almost smiling tongue-in-cheek because he is a a different thinker on the you know the ultimate plane isn't he he really is and when I wrote that story at Bleacher Report, gosh, it would have been early 2020 after he won the Super Bowl with the Chiefs. Uh, there was a lot of, let's just say, you know, loud reaction, a lot of uh, jaws dropping to the floor. And, and trust me, sitting across from him at that restaurant in Orlando, mine did too. I mean, it's, it's not common. It's not the norm to hear somebody talk about being an alien and dying when he falls asleep and you know, surfing through the astral realm and, and manifesting outcomes in the physical sense and entities or spirits kind of floating about that are good and bad and, and entering the body, and they, they, they want to experience life, and that's what's kind of directing life are, are those energies. I, I get it. It's out there. It's really out mm-hmm. there. But at the same time, you know, like I said, he, he was depressed. He was in a really bad place in Buffalo. And to get out of that, this is what kind of helped him get there. You know, he, he just closed the blinds, locked the door, ignored his phone, and researched every type of religion, you know, every type of belief, YouTube rabbit holes, reading all the time, and just kind of 
challenged his mind to try to learn about these other uh, subconscious or multi-dimensional, sub-multi-conscious dimensions, whatever the heck you want to call it. Right. Uh, and I, I think the fact that you know th- th- this helped him get out of that place, whatever helps you get out of that place, good for you. And, and I think it all made him a better person. And you know, people were concerned about his mental well-being when that story came out. You know, w- what is wrong with this guy? I-, I can just tell you, he is in a phenomenal mental place. He is all about positivity and trying to spread that. And like I said, I think that's the perspective that a veteran team would, would want. I don't think you want to push that away. Um, so let me, let me, let me ask you this. Um, does he, is he the kind, cause you always wonder about guys that have a deeper level. And I'm not talking like Aaron Rodgers, Dalai Lama deeper. I'm talking like a whole different spiritual plane here. Right? So you tell me with a guy like that, when you talk about having a guy like that in your locker room, if things are good, it's looked at as different and eccentric. If things are bad, like when in, in Kansas City when he had, you know, Andy Reid as kind of that father figure guy, they were actually questioning his mental health. They were. I mean, and it wasn't all sunshine and, and rainbows in our you know, chat a couple of years ago. It was, you know, Sammy Watkins at one point thinking that there was bad energy and demonic like presences out there that wanted him injured that wanted him hurt and were kind of casting spells upon him in a way uh so that yeah i, I you're right when, when the going's good it's good when it's bad it's bad but i i think that he also has kind of moved past the research phase of this all i, I don't think he just sits around and is you know, YouTubing everything, reading everything, and, you know, that deep into it right now. I think that more so, that that's what helped him get out of that place he was at in Buffalo, and he kind of continued on, and he really thought that this offseason, his career could be over. Uh, and, and really, to get hurt again in Baltimore, uh, he got, as he said out there, right, I, he got kind of fat, he's sitting on the couch, he's into the 220s, and then Green Bay called, and he kind of snapped into it, got back into shape and realized, you know, what an opportunity this is to play with an MVP quarterback, a Super Bowl contending team. I think that he is able to kind of use all those experiences for good. You know, I I think that he is a a teammate that just kind of gets it. He's not looking to be the guy in Buffalo demanding the ball 10 times a game, which is, which is kind of funny. The first time we met is, is when he did that. He he said, you know, the bills are making me look bad. They got to give me the ball 10 times a game. He was, he was ticked. He is so far removed from that player, so far removed from the guy just kind of drinking his sorrows away. You know, he's a husband, a father, a son, all that. I feel like his priorities are kind of in the right order right now. Okay, so here's my thought, because people ask me all the time, is he nuts, is he good, is he bad, is he going to be fat, is he going to be lazy, is he going to be great? I said, look, this is probably his next shot, last shot at getting another bigger contract. He's on a short term with the Packers. He's playing with one of the best in the business. He talked about the ability to catch the football. He talked about the ability to get the football to him almost on a, on a string. I think he looks at this as, one, he's in a great position to be vying for a championship, and two, if he's going to make any more money, bigger money in the NFL, this is his shot to do it with the quarterback that can get him the football, correct? You know, you could even take it to a more granular level. I mean, this training camp could be his last training camp. I think he gets that, the value of every practice, the value of every rep. I, it's, his career is on the line right now in Green Bay. It is, 
it's so wide open for, for better or worse. It's not – I mean, you've covered this team forever, Bill. When is the last time, even back to the Favre days, that the position was this wide open, you know, one through six? It's mm-hmm. all up for grabs. I mean, he could be the top guy. He could be cut. And I think he gets that. I think he knows that it can go either direction, especially with the way his contract is structured. It's, you know, it's peanuts. So uh, I, I, another reason to have him in your room is he's somebody who gets that urgency because he's been hurt. He's been cast aside. He's been traded. He's been depressed. He's, he's gone you know, through, through these uh, philosophical epiphanies, whatever you want to call it. Uh, man, I, I, this team needs something. It needs some kind of edge. And it's an imperfect comparison, but it does kind of remind me of Ron Wolf around November of 1996, adding Andre Risen, whose his issues were more, you know, burning every bridge that he could burn and off the field stuff. But it was it was a similar risk of veteran who kind of played for several teams, who was talented, but just couldn't really get in the right system. You know, I think best case, maybe most realistic case, is Sammy Watkins gives you that kind of effect for an entire season, just the big play when you need it, he's going to be where Aaron Rodgers needs him to be. He, he's a smart guy. I don't think you have mm-hmm. to worry about him just kind of rounding routes off and getting lost out there. And, and maybe he makes that big play that maybe, look, they're going to try to win with defense in a run game, but you still need somebody to stretch the field. And you look at that group, he could be that somebody. So uh, let me ask you, going back to the Kansas City uh, days, does it take a stronger personality, stronger than Patrick Mahomes, stronger than Andy Reid, a system like Matt LaFleur's, a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers to kind of corral all of that, do you think? Hmm. I, I think that more than corralling, it's uh, just kind of letting him be himself. And I don't think that you he couldn't work for some quarterbacks and some head coaches that are going to be, you know, unbelievably old school and dismiss him as a lunatic. Right, I mean, like you have to be willing right. to engage with somebody like this because in Kansas City, I remember McCole Hardman saying that it, they had long conversations in the corner of the locker room and they'd have debates and discussions, and you know, he, he can lure you in, he can make you believe, and I think that Aaron Rodgers is that kind of quarterback, right? His uh, beliefs tend to zig and zag and go all over the place. He's been a bit of a bit of a chameleon for a while now. So that makes me think they're going to hit it off. And Matt LaFleur is a younger coach who lets guys be themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's a really good fit for, for many reasons. And, and as I wrote in the story that, that we have up at uh, GoLongTD.com, Sammy can make you believe. Heck, I mean, he made me believe at one point that, uh, you know, these out-of-body experiences are a lot more common than you would than you would think. So I think that the players and the coaches, anybody who has a chance to talk to Sammy Watkins is just going to be better for it. I, I, by the way, I completely agree with you regarding the whole discussion in regards to Aaron Rodgers accepting him. I can see those two guys sitting in a corner talking about the spiritual plane for hours, uh, just in different (laughs) beliefs. Oh, oh my God. And then getting into it, uh, not just, uh, you know, kind of going back and forth, but I'm talking about just flat out getting into it. So I 100% agree with you. And and, and then Matt LaFleur walking by going, hey, what's going on? And then they try to explain it to him, and he goes, ah, cool. And he walks away. That type of guy. Yeah, I I completely get it. So, tell. Well, by the way, we're talking with Tyler Dunn of GoLongTD.com. That's GoLongTD.com. You can read his stuff at Tyler Dunn over on Twitter. So, Tyler, you talked about the receiving room. 
Uh, the depth of talent or lack of depth of talent, we don't specifically know. Give me – because this team is – you know, many are saying, oh, my God, the loss of Devontae Adams and how detrimental this is going to be. I'm like, look, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. they got a really good defense on paper, and you still have Aaron Rodgers. You still have a plethora of talent. So my question is, how good is this offense going to be in your eyes? I absolutely love what Brian Gutekunst did since that heartbreaking playoff loss at home to Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers, you know, I, I love the fact that, okay, you know, the offense produced, what, 10 points at home, which is ridiculous and unfathomable, unfathomable with an MVP quarterback, and then you lose Devontae Adams, and then it's time to freak out, as a lot of people freaked out. But instead of chasing, instead of kind of being a, a hamster on a wheel and, all right, you know, now we got to trade up and get a receiver. We got to replace that receiver with a really talented receiver. It was kind of he just it took a deep breath approach and figured, all right, you know what? Let's stop banging our heads against the wall, trying to win this way in the playoffs. You know, they get dragged into these back alleys and they they can't last twelve rounds. Um, let's try to win that twelve round fight. Let's try to win with defense, with a running game. And it sounds old school and it sounds straight out of the seventies or something, but. I, I think that it, it's going to work because you have an MVP quarterback. Let, let Aaron Rodgers figure that all, all out. You know, that's why you made him the richest player in the game. Right? He, he should be able to elevate those receivers around him and put your focus into the defense. This is four or five years worth of drafts where you've really emphasized defense. I want to say, other than the Jordan Love draft, I mean, they've taken – defensive guys at the top of the draft. And now those guys are getting older and are ready to turn a corner. In addition to the bargain bin shopping that paid off in a big way with Rasul Douglas, Devondre Campbell, the big money signings like Preston Smith. I, I think that that combination makes you really believe that they could take that step. They could be a top five, top three defense. And then, yeah, offensively, hey, you've got to, You've got maybe the best player in the game. They'll figure it out. Some of those receivers will step up. And, yeah, you're probably going to have to run the ball more. You're probably going to have to run the plays that Matt LaFleur calls more because you don't have that improvisation factor with Devontae Adams. If Rodgers can buy into that, why wouldn't they win a Super Bowl this year? I think it's a formula that can work. Real quick, before I let you go, I was going to ask you, when it comes to a Super Bowl, uh, many are saying that there's four other teams in the NFC. The Dallas Cowboys are really good. Tampa Bay's really good. L.A.'s really good. You can go through a list of a couple. I'm thinking the Packers are probably in the top four. Do you see what, – what team at this point in time would you say is better than what the Packers are putting out there? You know, Tom Brady returning didn't necessarily help. That's – uh as a team, you figure, oh, you know, they're going to they're gonna reset again without Tom Brady, but they're right there. So I guess I'd worry about Tampa Bay, not necessarily worried about the Dallas Cowboys. They're always just kind of do what the Dallas Cowboys do. You know, I don't know if I'd be worried about Minnesota because Kirk Cousins is mostly what everybody thinks he is, but they've got a lot of firepower there now. Justin Jefferson – he may be the best wide receiver in the game by the end of this season. And if we've learned anything, it's, hey, Kevin O'Connell was part of that Sean McVay coaching staff that helped elevate Matthew Stafford. We all thought we knew what Matthew Stafford was for a decade in the NFC North. A guy that's always going to come up short, guy that's always going to get hurt. You know, you, you never were really scared of the Lions. And, God, lo and behold, he, he wins a Super Bowl. So if O'Connell can kind of replicate 
whatever worked out there with a Kirk Cousins, uh, I think you have to at least be a little worried about the Vikings. That it's it's not a team that I think you can just write off because Mike Zimmer was such a disaster for so many reasons behind the scenes. The guys just tuned him out at the end. It was it was ugly. I talked to some of them. I mean, that culture was even worse than they're making it seem. So I, I think that you know they they I think they lost eight games by a touchdown or less. So maybe a culture change, a new coach, flip some of those. Um, I don't. I, I wouldn't just uh, dismiss the Vikings like we tend to do this time of year on, on this show, right? Right. We normally do, but I, I agree. I just keep thinking to myself, Kirk Cousins, Cousins in his entire career has one playoff win. So we'll see what happens. Good stuff, buddy. You're so right. what, what else right. you got? What else are you working on on the website? Gosh, we're, we're definitely gearing up for 2022. And uh, as I love to tell your listeners, man, we, we know where our uh, our butter is bread, or our bread is buttered. Gosh, butcher that go. one. That's okay. <laughs> We've got a lot of a lot of Packer fans that uh, subscribe that read, uh, so we'll keep those Packer stories cranking, and uh, def- definitely doing a lot of traveling around the country. So a lot of profiles, a lot of deep dives, just trying to really lean into that aspect of coverage that kind of gets lost in the NFL these days. So you know, huge thank you to everybody for checking the site out. All right, buddy. We will uh, talk to you soon and then uh, keep us informed what's coming up, and then we'll kind of go from there, okay? You got it, Bill. Thanks so much, man. All right, Ty. Talk to you soon. There you go. Tyler Dunn from GoLongTD.com. That's GoLongTD.com. It's at Tyler Dunn, D-U-N-N-E, at Tyler Dunn, D-U-N-N-E, over there on Twitter. That's where you can find him. Really good stuff. I appreciate him being a part of the program. Uh, Let's do this. We'll step away, take a quick break, come back. Got a lot more to get to. Hang in there. We got more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.